Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Prime Time with Alex Stein. Tonight, we have a red alert. The world is about to collapse any second now, according to the doomsday clock, which currently is sitting at 90 minutes to midnight, which according to them means we got about three weeks until the fan hits the shite, as we like to say back in my home country of Mongolia. Sometimes it's very easy to get caught up in the impending despair that is coming towards us like a bullet out of a gun. We really don't have a lot of reasons to even be positive anymore, especially when it comes to our elected officials and Hollywood celebrities. So that is why I've created something for the common man and woman that can help lift us all out of this horrible funk we call life. Today, I want to introduce the hottest religion since the Branch Davidians out of Waco, Texas. I'd like to introduce you to the future in the way to pure euphoria. Welcome to the Church of Scientology. The reason I had to create this church was because I was recently excommunicated from the Church of Scientology. Here's the footage. So, this sir, is Scientology. Sir, they said no video inside. This is the home of Xenu. Scientology. The home of Xenu. Xenu. The Galactic Overlord Xenu. Galactic Overlord Xenu Life. Here at the Church of Scientology, we're a Stein-based church that focuses on conjuring up the demonic spirits that live within us all and harvest them out through a new technology called harvesting. This method is a form of psychoanalysis that lets you travel to the past and your future lives to eradicate your body of these demonic beings. The introductory price is only $99.99, and it comes with our free pamphlet, Scientology and What It Takes to Thrive, which is a six-course study guide that will get you on the road to being a Scientologist today. The road to pure eradication is not cheap, and it's certainly not easy, but life isn't meant to be easy nor cheap. So get used to it, folks, and grab your American Express credit card and start donating because an introductory price of $99.99 is really nothing compared to a billion years in the Stein Org, which is the military wing of the Church of Scientology. I know this all might sound unusual and you might be a skeptic, but please consider checking out what it is we really do here at the Church of Scientology before you make any blanket assumptions about our true mission. Because you too can become free from the chains of your pains when you join the Church of Scientology today. And when you do, make sure to tell them Primetime Alex Stein sent you because every time I do, I get $7 every time you do that. So the first day of the rest of your life is now. So quit wasting time and become a Scientologist today. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Prime Time with Alex Stein. I'm your host with the least. Primetime Alex Stein, and we have a great show for you this evening. We have Sheriff Joe Arpaio coming on to kind of humiliate me and uh, make me wear women's panties. I know that sounds crazy, but it's true. And then after him, we have on the lovely Stardust, who is a liberal debater, but she's a beautiful and lovely person inside and out. So I'm excited to have Stardust on. And then to top it all off, we have the real American hero. We have a Navy veteran, a man that risked his life, one of Donald Trump's biggest supporters, the one, the only, Chester Mitchell. Welcome to Primetime with Alex Stein. Appreciate you having me all here, Alex. <clears throat> well, Chester, you. well, Chester, you know, uh, the reason why I had you on here is because I know that a lot of people right now 
they're kind of confer- they're kind of confused, they're kind of nervous, you know, they're kind of worried about the state of our country. And every time I hear you speak, you kind of make me feel a little bit better. So what direction is America heading? Well, that's the same way I feel when I hear Donald Trump speak. I get that warm, tingly, fuzzy feeling in me, and I know that everything's going to be okay because when <laughs> Donald Trump comes back in 2024, he's going to save America. Not only America, though, but he's going to save the world. But you just got to have faith. You got to put your faith in Donald Trump. Well, I mean, I'm you not... Ha- you cannot have any faith wavering. Well, it has I- to be all in Trump. I'll be It's on- either Trump comes through or you're through. Well, I've been trusting the plan, and I'm just confused on what the plan is. Well, here's the thing which you don't understand. Okay. Because you're not understanding the game of chess, which Trump has been playing, right? This is all part of the plan that he's going to come back in 2024, and he's going to make America great again. Again. That's what I want because America is like crap right now. And I know that the big reason of that is Joe Biden. So what do you think about Joe Biden? So Joe Biden is not really Joe Biden. He's an actor. <laughs> he's an actor. What do you mean? Like, what do you mean he's an actor? Like, what does that mean? He's an actor, like in a movie, on a play? Exactly. He's a, an actor like a movie. So there's, he's being played. The role of Joe Biden is he's being played by different people. What? Yep. Well, because, look, you got to understand this. Why do you think he looks different all the time? He does look kind of different. If you look at pictures of, of Joe Biden, it does look kind of weird. But, I mean, there's no way there's an actor like, playing Joe Biden. So like no way. Listen, so when he's falling, falling up the stairs, how can anybody fall up the stairs on an airplane, right? When he's going up the stairs and he falls up the stairs. Yes. I mean, you can tell that somebody like a Jim Carrey is playing that role. Jim Carrey's doing it? Wow! Jim Carrey, the mask. Get it? Oh, because he's wearing a my gosh wow we learn something new every episode here but guys remember, that's why i'm here to educate you and i want to learn but guys before we get into the deep deep truth that is hidden right underneath the surface i want to actually kind of give a shout out uh because right now last night we did a super chat show and i'll be honest i am struggling financially because of everything that happened with the silicon valley bank crash and a lot of my money was in there but last night because of your donations i was able to purchase and it was incredibly expensive to overnight ship it but i was able to purchase this one-of-a-kind custom louis vuitton shrimp Pillow, because I'm a pimp on a flip eating shrimp. Ah! So what do you think about that, Chester? A real pimp eating real shrimp. I mean, I think you could have spent your money a lot better. What? Why is this not good? I mean, this is only. So this- you're spending your money on Louis Vuitton shrimp when something like that could be going to the Trump campaign to help him in 2024. Well, that is fair. So this is why we have not been winning. Well, that, that is very true because I spent about $3,800 on this shrimp. And I'm telling you, it smells yep. like actual shrimp. It's disgusting. It's nasty. It's The whole studio stinks. But it's about the authenticity and it's about fashion. It's about looking good, feeling good. You look good, you feel good, you play good. Deion Sanders. What about it? Well, what do you think about Deion Sanders? Well, I don't know. What are, what are his politics? Oh, well, I think he's a liberal guy. So is that he's bad? Liberal? Is that bad? If you if you consider yourself a liberal, you're a traitor to America, and you need to be sent to Guantanamo Bay prison, tried before a trial, and then put in front of a firing squad and shot in the back of the head. Uh, that seems kind of like a lot. I mean, I mean, can we? Is there no way we can kind of come to some sort of middle ground? Well, that's what they do to traitors. Okay, I'm just letting you know. 
Well, let's... Middle ground. Look, it's either you're for Trump or you're against him. All right. Well, listen, no this middle. is the Prime Time with Alex Stein show. We're for everybody. What are you talking about? Hello, listen. Hello, Mr. Stein. Mr. Stein, thank you for holding. Yeah. Is this Gary or who is it? Is this... Is this... Is this Indian support? Who is this? Uh, no, this is Robert, sir. I am here to help you with your sex robot. As we no, this previously. isn't a sex... Robert, Robert, is this the manager? Is this the manager finally coming back? Dude, that was two episodes ago the last time we were on hold. Yes, I thank you very much for holding. I know it was a difficult situation for you. Yeah, very difficult. I haven't been able to have sex with my... I haven't been able to talk to my robot for over two 48 hours, two whole days. I understand, and for holding, we would like to give you the new delivery. Lynn Mulvaney preset if you would like to try it out. Maybe. But we're not talking about the Dylan Mulvaney preset. I want my mother's consciousness to be preloaded or reloaded or re-uploaded, whatever the freak. I'm not a tech guy, but I want to be able to speak to my dead mother's consciousness, please. Right, right. You voted the digital incest porn package. We'll have no, there's no digital incest. None of that. I want to speak to my mother, the one that birthed me from her vaginal canal. That's who I want to speak to is the digital reincarnation of my mother's vaginal canal, the robot that is controlling that area. Yes, yes, the vaginal canal. This is part of the sex robot. No, not the vaginal. Her personality. I don't know. I got confused. Listen, when am I going to get to speak to my mother again? Last time you were talking about buy Bitcoin. I don't. I, you, I've lost all my money in Silicon Valley Bank. I lost all of my money in FTX coin. If I buy another Bitcoin, my wife and Ontarius are going to leave me. Sir, how much did you spend on the shrimp? Like about 3,800 bucks. That would have fixed your entire problem. Yeah, but what the I did? Oh my God. Always with the answer. I'm always a day late and a dollar short, Robert. And let me tell you something. Are you in Fort Worth too? No, sir. I am north of Dallas. Well, let me tell you. If you do not put my mom's consciousness back in that computer, I'm going to drive over there and shove this shrimp right up your candy ass. Oh, tough guy. Tough guy. Over yeah. Here. Okay, yeah. Okay, let me sir. speak to your Sir. Yes, sir. Let me right, to your right. supervisor. Supervisor. Yes, sir. Hold, please. Your wait time is four hours and 20 minutes. Okay, that's a little more reasonable. All right, well, we'll see where that goes. But, guys, before we get into the rest of the show, remember, you got to start taking care of your liver, guys. I know you're probably drunk as a skunk, but you got to take care of it now more than ever. Why, you ask? Because the latest data from the American Heart Association indicates that adults with fatty liver are 3.5 times more likely to have heart failure than those without. The American Liver Foundation says that 100 million Americans have fatty liver. What? Which means many people are at risk. We throw everything at our livers, cholesterol, alcohol, toxins, Tylenol, stats, cigarettes. That's why so many of us have a slug fatty liver that makes us gain weight and lose energy. For decades now, your liver helped you with over 500 key functions every single day. It's time you help your liver. There is a solution. There is. Liver Health Formula. It's an all-natural supplement which contains 12 clinically proven botanicals that help recharge and protect your liver. Manufactured right here in the good old US of A and approved by American doctors. So if you're looking to ignite your fat-burning metabolism, boost your energy, and transform how you look and feel, try Liver Health Formula. Receive five free gifts when you order today. First, you're gonna get the free bottle of blood sugar formula to reduce those sugar cravings. Then you're also getting four free eBooks to support every aspect of your health. Try Liver Health Formula by going to getliverhelp.com slash Alex and claim your five free bonus gifts Today, that's getliverhelp.com slash Alex. 
Tell them I sent you guys and go help your liver because I know you're drunk as a skunk and probably need a little boost to keep that thing kicking, if you know what I mean. Well, we have an incredible, incredible guest coming up. Chester, are you awake? Chester, wake up. Chester, wake up. Chester, are you okay, Chester? Put me to sleep. Okay, well, we have to do something. That stuff liver like- commercial. Well, we have to do that. A lot of people that watch you this know, show You know, the whole time I lip. thought you memorized that. But then I realize you're reading off a script. Yes, I read off a teleprompter. This is a this is a real so production not, type that's show. That's not very impressive. Why don't you memorize it? Well, because I was dropped on my head as a child and I have trouble memorizing things, and that's why everything has to be written down for me. You got no dedication, you know that? I'm dedicated. I have dedication. I just have mental health issues. But before we get into my mental health issues, today we're welcoming on not in, not just an incredible patriot but an actual sheriff, a law enforcement legend, a man that actually fought crime in one of the most corrupt counties in the entire world, Maricopa County. And this man was unfairly charged with a crime and also pardoned by Donald Trump. Welcome to the show, Sheriff Joe Arpaio. You are amazing. Thanks for having me. Thank you, Sheriff Joe. So tell me this, Sheriff. I got the pink underwear. Why do you make all these hardcore criminals, these drug dealers, these murderers, these rapists? Why did you put them in the pink panties? Well, first of all, they were stealing the white underwear when they're being discharged. So I figured make it pink because nobody wears pink. So that was my official reason. The unofficial reason they hate pink. So why would you give them a color they hate? Okay, but tell no, but tell me this, Joe, is that, did it actually stop fights or did it, I would almost think that the pink would almost rile the prisoners up more and almost cause more strife. So did it make it harder to, you know, control the jail when they were wearing these clothes they didn't want to wear? Come on, we all know pink is a nice color. It is. It calms you down. Okay. So I know what I'm doing. Now we're selling the underwear to help the cops thrown under the bus. And Sheriff Joe, I think they're only twenty bucks a pop. Is that correct? How much are how much are they? They're they're a really fair deal. And I sign it personally. And and sign, I and I got it. And I just want to say I got a custom pair myself, autographed by the one, the only Sheriff Joe Arpaio. So Sheriff, tell us how did you get connected with Trump, and how did you get him to give you that pardon? How I. Uh, Connected with Trump? Is that the question? Well, yeah. I mean, just kind of overall, how did Trump end up helping you out? I'm sure you've known him forever. You're a big-time celebrity sheriff, and he's a big-time celebrity. But I'm just saying, how did you guys connect? I was the first one elected official to support President Trump when he came to Phoenix, his first rally, July 2015. I looked him in the face, never heard of the guy before other than his hotels, and I've always been supporting presidents. Honorary chairman for Bush, Mitt Romney, Rick Perry. Trump is different. So I looked him in the eyes. I said, first of all, we're born on the same day, June 14, Flag Day. Number two, I said, there's a silent majority out there. 10,000 people start cheering. And then I looked him in the eye. I said, you're going to be our next president. I guess I was right. But I have a soft spot in my heart for him, other than the policies that I agree with, other than the fact when NBC interviewed me two years ago and said, who's your hero? Is it John McCain? And I posed, I paused, Mm -hmm. and four months prior to that question, I woke up and I told my wife, I finally found my hero, and that's President Trump. 
and I stick with that. My wife had cancer doing the hit job that the federal judge went after me on a contempt of court, a Mickey Mouse charge, yep. same as a dog bite. And I told Trump that my wife watched Fox, which I don't anymore since they blacked me out the last four years, because she liked Trump and it helped her treatment. I told Trump that. Picked up, he said, give me the phone. And he's called my wife. And he's called my wife seven times back recent rallies in the last three months. And I'm not running for anything. All these others were running for governor and all that. He, he talked about my wife. So there's, I believe in its policies. I'm not two-faced. There's two ways to endorse someone. From the heart or from the political mind. Mind comes from the heart. So that's the way I feel. People don't like it. It's tough. I've been saying it constantly all over the United States. So that's my connection with Donald Trump. Well, no, that's beautiful. And I'm actually here with a guy named Chester Mitchell. He's one of Trump's biggest fans, and he's a big fan of yours, and he just wanted to thank you so much for your work. So what do you want to say to Sheriff Joe? I just appreciate everything you do. I back the blue. And, um, you know, I, I, I wish I could get in touch with Donald Trump. I mean, that's probably been my lifelong goal. Um, well, he's to not going to get you him. in trouble. He's not, do not, he's not going to connect you with Trump, dude. So don't. Chester, I bring you on my program with this incredibly famous sheriff, and now you're trying to get connected with Donald Trump. Can you have some professionalism with the guy? I'm just telling the facts, right? I know you want to meet Donald Trump, but this guy knows Donald Trump. Sheriff Joe right now is probably very confused. On Sheriff Joe, do you feel awkward that he's trying to get, you know, Donald Trump's number from you? Well, you know, I, I have a way of communicating with him. I'm not giving away my secrets. You can't trust you anybody these days. They're all after him on indictments, all the garbage. This crazy you know. guy is, yeah. He's he's obsessed. He has pictures of Melania. He has all kinds of weird stuff. Okay, before, well, she's hot. Why would she I have beautiful. pictures of her? I, listen, she's beautiful. But listen, if this is what I want to tell you. call him crazy. Everybody calls Trump people crazy well, anyway. and Crazy in a good way. Crazy like a fox. I love Chester. No, Chester's one of my best friends. I meant that in a, in a kind of I'll tell you what. I, used to, watch, I used to watch Fox News every day. Yeah. Until they started blackballing Donald Trump. They started talking bad about Trump. Yes, they did. As soon as that happened, I turned it off other than, other than Tucker Carlson. But, and then that Tucker, you know, Tucker Carlson, you might not know this, Sheriff Joe. I'm trying to get a DNA test. I believe that he is my biological father, and I've been trying to get semen from Tucker Carlson for the past three years. You're Oh, you want to be like him? Well, I, I want to be his son. I think I am his son. I believe that my mother might have slept with him when he worked in uh, Little Rock, Arkansas. So I'm trying to get his DNA. To try Who's to prove. doesn't like Trump? Fox doesn't like Trump. They turned on him. They did. They did. I tell you, when yeah, I saw it, that, I said, where is your loyalty to Trump? You're putting your loyalty somewhere else, and that's the Democrat Party. Yeah, but that's party. because, Sheriff Joe, you know this, that the media is controlled by, like, six different people. So, you know, they give us the impression, oh, they're right wing, but they're all fake. You know the media is fake. Did you did you read my book? I, I read at a fourth grade level, Sheriff Joe. I, I can only read pamphlets. If it if it doesn't, I can read a coffee table books. But I'm a little familiar with with what you wrote about. Can you explain uh, what you're referencing? Please do. The what? He wants to know what you're referencing about your book. Which part yeah, what were you referencing about your book? I haven't got to read it. I'm gonna what have to though. On it, and uh, in the book, it's my best book. It's the latest one. Everything's true. Now, I have some problems sometimes, and that's why I was blacked out by Fox, because I mentioned a birth certificate that we have proved 
that I initiated the investigation in 150% as a fake yeah. birth certificate. Obama, every time I make a birth certificate, everybody drops everything. I'm doing it over your show. You probably won't call me again, but you know. No, I'll call you again. Listen, I, now this sounds so crazy, Sheriff Joe. I believe, and this is just a pure speculation, I believe Michelle Obama could be born a boy. That's how crazy I am. I don't even think, I, I believe that Barack Obama is basically an agent, some sort of like CIA agent plant. I'm not even kidding when I say that. All I know it's a fake birth certificate. We proved it, and that's the biggest cover-up in history. Biggest cover-up in history. Believe me, I don't care where he's born. I talk about a fake government document, and that is fake. That's treason. Nope. That's what it is. So what do we do? I mean, because Barack Obama is still probably running the show right now, don't you think, Sheriff Joe? Yeah, she, uh, he and her, uh, his wife, I would a man, plus a lot of other... His, uh, husband? his husband, we call him his husband, Michael. We call her Michael, but or him Michael, but go ahead, sir. But, you know, Trump, <clears throat> I believe 98% of his policies, I don't have to talk to him the night before because I can predict what he's going to do. And that's the yeah. way we... That's psychological connection, I guess. But I talk to him all the time. So, so real quick, do, great, you play, do you play 5D chess as well? I play what? 5D chess, because you, you said you click with Trump psychologically. That's one of the things I like about Trump. See, the deep state only thinks they know what he's going to do, but he's always playing 5D chess. So he's way ahead of them. They're playing checkers, right? Yeah, Trump's yeah, playing chess. So right. people think that the Democrats are in control right now, sir, um, because Biden is the president, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? But Trump is really sitting back. He's just watching what they're doing, and he's playing chess with them. Well, Trump is not stupid, believe me. Oh, 100%. No, he's a genius. Probably the smartest him, man on the planet. I called him on national TV last month, and he's a genius. <clears throat> mm -hmm. Smartest president ever. Hey, tell me this, Sheriff Joe. You know my favorite TikTok? I don't know how uh, how much you're on TikTok. You're probably on it all the time. But there's just, uh, there's these videos on TikTok that are my favorite, the prison recipes where they take the food from the commissary and then they make these incredible recipes. They make a burrito with it. And then I'm learning from that, from those videos, they have a thing called a stinger. You're shaking your head, but is this food gross? It, it looks good. Have you ever had any of these, uh, you know, prison concoctions? Listen, my meals were 30 cents a meal. I give them two meals, two meals. <laughs> I went vegetarian before I left office. <laughs> Think of it. Two meals a day, and that's it. They don't like it. Took away everything. Took away the salt and pepper, you name it. I took it away. I took away that smoking. Took away the porno. I took everything away. But I've had 2.5 million people come through my jail system. I'm still around. We ran a good jail system. But you don't have to have porno. You don't have to have steak. You know, you did something wrong, you got to pay for it, which I made the inmates pay, too, by the way. So that's the way it is. Well, I have a question. If, if they were in prison, were they able to vote for Trump? You know what? That's a good question. I think they voted for me, some of them. Now, I had 2.5 million people. A lot of them did not like me. I lost mm. two elections recently by 1%. Think of that. Wow. At 2.5 million, you think they're all going to vote for me? Their family's going to vote for me? How come I got, I'm the longest serving sheriff in history in Maricopa County? Well, here's 20 the thing. It says a lot about you, the fact that Trump endorsed you 
and pardon you. That should tell you a lot, right? The greatest man ever walked the face of the earth endorsed you. I, I never asked for endorsements. I endorse people, but I never asked anything in return. I have a great relation with, uh, with Trump, but I never officially said, please endorse me. I support him. I endorse him. But I don't ask. I get my endorsements from the voters out there, the people. Right. Sheriff Joe, now I got this question. Now, this is a big thing that's happening in Europe, and it's happened in New Jersey now, where they say that I'm a transgender and I can go to the female prison. So what do you think about that? All these guys saying, oh, now I'm a woman. Let me go be with the female inmates. I know a couple of transgenders that said, uh, just got elected, but a lot of people don't know, and I'm not going to talk about it. I don't care what their problem is, although I don't like transgenders posing as another sex to pick up votes. That I don't go for. So, you know, you can talk about it, and it's a problem. People try to hide it. You know, if they are, why do they go public and say they are? What's the big secret? Well, let me tell you a little secret about myself, Sheriff Joe, and this is one thing that I've had to talk to a lot of counselors about. When I was a young kid, I watched the movie Shawshank Redemption, and it glamorized jail. And after that, I actually started, I got in a little trouble for arson, and I lit a porta potty on fire, and I'd stolen some stuff. So we tell the people that are watching this and might think that jail is a fun place because they saw Morgan Freeman having fun. We tell people how bad and terrible of a place jail is. I'm glad I didn't hear what you said. No, I, I don't know if you're, I said Shawshank Redemption was my favorite movie. And so I thought jail was kind of fun when I was a kid and I went and committed a bunch of crime. I lit stuff on fire thinking that, oh, well, I'm going to go to summer camp with my friends. So it's because you were watching movies, you copied it in Shawshank TV? Redemption, yeah. I, I was nine years old and I lit a fire. It was very bad. I got in a lot of trouble. Luckily, they weren't able to charge me. Now, when I grew up, I mean, they didn't have cars. I used to watch Gene Autry and Tom Mix and all that. You do know that. You know my age. You're what? You're 59? You need glasses. What do you mean I'm 69? Come on, I was born June 14, same day as Trump, oh. 19, 1932. Oh, so wow, you you're a 30s baby. Wow, I didn't realize that. You know how old I am? I'm 90. I'll be 91 in June, 14, same day as Trump. And Sheriff, you're kicking butt. Why are you? Wait, hold on a second. No, no, no. Trump let me say 90? this. No, he's 90. But I'm saying, Sheriff Joe, you're 90. Why are you so much smarter than Joe Biden, who is only uh, 79, I believe? Listen, my mother and father <clears throat> came fully. I got Italian blood in me. Okay, I don't surrender. I'm very active. People want me to go away, but I'm still here supporting Trump. And I may run for office again. I'll make that decision in two months. Amen. Um, can, can, I, can I show you my shirt real quick? Yeah, we want to show you a shirt before you go. And we want you to run again. We're going to fully support you, Sheriff Joe. And this is his Trump shirt. We just, we, Chester is like his biggest fan. He's one of your biggest fans. And we just want to say thank you so much for blessing us with your time. We know you're super busy. And tell us about the shorts and where people can get them and how they can support you. <clears throat> Well, the shorts are for sale. SheriffJoel.com. Pink underwear. Pinkshorts.com. Yeah. Buy okay. it at pinkshorts.com. Pinkshorts.com. Yeah. Very simple. Make sure people buy it because that money goes for the cops that they're trying to throw under the bus. Yeah, mayors, governors, <clears throat> the administration trying to throw cops under the bus. 
because they're trying to do their job. That's where the money goes for a good cause. No, no, you're exactly right. And then listen, Sheriff Joe, my dad is a huge fan, and he sent me a message. I got to find it. It's kind of a crazy message. He wanted me to ask you about um, a murder that happened, something to do with the DEA. Hold on. Let me freaking find it. I should already have it. Uh, so you were in the DEA, is that correct, before you were a sheriff? 26 years. Yeah, so, so you're a big-time uh, DEA agent, one of the biggest. And it was about, oh, my gosh, he, uh, I wonder if my dad's watching the show. He should call in. Mm -hmm. But long story short, one of my dad's friends got murdered. Here, let me see if I can get him on the phone. We'll see if he answers. But tell us, tell us about the transition from going to DEA to sheriff. What were some of the drug dealers dealing with now? Because now this fentanyl problem, have the cartels gotten more powerful than when you were in the DEA? But, you know, I covered that border as head of the federal drug force in Mexico, South America, then sure. So I spent about 28 years of my 55 years fighting that border issue. It, nothing changes. Same movie. Every time there's an election, all the media, all the people running for office, they run down there, stay in front of the fence. We're going to do this. They're going to do that. Nothing ever happens, especially Congress. So okay. I have a theory. Oh, sorry, sorry. Tell your theory. Hold on. Tell your theory. My dad's on the line. I got him on hold. But now, tell your theory. Then I'll have him ask the question. Sorry. Go ahead, Sheriff Joe. What's your? Hey, Dad. Is what's his name? Uh, Harold. Can you hear? Can, I don't know. Can you hear, Dad? You're on speakerphone. Say, ask the question. We're in a hurry. Sheriff Pyle, uh, do you remember uh, a Phil Jordan used to be in charge of Epic and the Sack in Dallas, Texas? What's his last name? What's his last name, Dad? Jordan, Phil Jordan. The guy he was named the epic, epic director in the SAC in Dallas for DEA. Yeah, I, I replaced him as head of the DEA in Arizona. My like dad, a, he replaced him as the head of the DEA in Arizona. All right, Dad, I got to let him go. Him about Bruno Jordan being killed in the parking lot if he thinks that was a cartel hit. Do you think Bruno Jordan being killed in a parking lot, do you think that was a cartel hit in your opinion? In El Paso. You saying he was killed? Well, my dad thinks it, my dad says the guy could have been killed. What's his name again, Dad? Uh, Phil Bruno Jordan. Bruno Jordan. Phil Jordan's brother got killed in a parking Bruno lot. Jordan. Bruno Jordan. All right, I'll call you back, Dad. We got to watch the show. Turn it on. We got to. We got to go. Let the sheriff go here in a second. My dad's a huge fan, so we want to ask did that Bruno Jordan. How did he die? I don't even know if he died. Oh wow! I know wow. I replaced him. It's a clone. He could be alive. It could be a clone. Did we just solve a case today, Sheriff Joe? I think Joe? we did. Uh, you can't believe everything you hear. Deep state clone. Except your show. <laughs> That's what I like to hear. And the only thing that you can trust is here. Things wrong, but that's okay. Yeah, well, things are way wrong. I'm insane. You know, I was dropped on my head as a child. And as a matter of fact, you know, my family were in the bail bond business, Sheriff Joe. My dad, the guy you just talked to, he's one of the biggest bail bonds in, in the state of Texas, where he was until he retired. And I'm actually a licensed bail bondsman. And let me tell you something. Dealing with these criminals is like swimming in a toilet bowl. A lot of them are good people, but they're all whacked out on drugs. They're desperate. It's really difficult business. So what do you think about the bail bond business and them trying to do all this bail reform? They're letting everybody go which is sad. We need bail bondsmen. Also, by the way, they're pretty good investigators when they go after a few They do a better job than the uh, officials do. So well, that's sad. Because they don't, have to, they don't usually have to follow all the rules. As a matter of fact, if you have a felony warrant in certain counties, yeah. I can actually arrest you. They can smoke when they knock a door in. So, <laughs> all, right. all right, Sheriff Joe, we're going to go to pinkshorts.com. 
Make sure to go and support the legendary sheriff, not only a freaking champion for the, the police force, but he's also just an awesome man, 90, 90 years old. You're a hero. He's I the hope, same age as Trump. I'm saying I hope one day I can be a 90-year-old man as smart and as coherent and as put together yeah. as you, Sheriff Joe. You are really an icon when it comes to that. Not done yet. Stay tuned. God bless Donald Trump. Stay tuned, folks. You heard it from Sheriff Joe himself. Thank you so much. God bless you, Sheriff Joe. Have a good Thank one. Thank you. You're a true American. Thank you. Yes, sir. Well, guys, that was Sheriff Joe Arpaio, legendary sheriff. But, guys, you know, this show, it's a political show. We're going to talk to law enforcement. We're going to talk to BLM members. We're going to talk to liberals. We're going to talk to conservatives. We're going to talk to populists, libertarians, everybody. But what you might not know at this show, we're also going to feature dating. Because, guys, everybody needs to get laid. Everybody needs to get paid. Everybody wants to drive an Escalade. So, me, Primetime 99, I can make that happen by getting people and facilitating a dating game atmosphere because I love reality TV. And if it's a prime time with Alex Sancho, and I got my, I broke, I broke my teeth, cut my teeth, whatever the saying is, on reality TV. So, with that, this is the first rendition. And, of course, this is a rough draft. This is, a, as Trump would say, this is our first edition of the prime time dating game. Let's roll the tape. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the Primetime 99 Dating Game. That's right, we're going to go insane for the Ukraine. we got two great bachelors, one beautiful bachelorette, and what we're going to do, we're going to ask them a series of questions, rapid fire, over the next 10 minutes. And at the end of these series of questions, Kira, our lovely bachelorette, is going to get to choose which bachelor she wants to escort her on a beautiful date to either Chili's or Olive Garden. So tell us a little bit about yourself, Kira. I'm from Kansas City, Missouri. I'm oh, wow. 30. Are you a Chiefs fan? I am. Kira cannot see anything. She's wearing special ocular goggles that restrict her eyesight. And what we are going to do is we are going to ask a series of questions to both these contestants. Contestant number one, please tell us your age and a little bit about yourself. Uh, my name is Zai. I'm 31, and I am from South Carolina. Awesome. And then our next uh, guest, uh, say your name, a little bit about yourself. Hey, what's good with it? My name is Brian Wellington, attorney of law you, from uh, You Gonna Be Free Law. Okay, so you're an attorney. All right, so one is an attorney and one, say your person. I'm a voice actor. Oh, voice actor. So one is an oh, actor. Nice. And did you see he has a very nice voice? All right, Kira. So you know a little bit about him. You've heard their voice. What question would you like to ask him? Um, does anyone have kids? I do not have any children. Oh, okay. So, uh, my whole in my whole lifetime, so I got about five, six baby mamas and thirteen kids total. Wow. Really? Yup. So, right, right now, we need to know what is your ideal first date. I'm usually pretty spontaneous, to be honest, um, and I kind of just go off of the vibe. But it really depends. Like, I like to do a variety of activities, so I can't really say. I just. I don't know. I like I like spending a lot of time in nature. So Ooh, any, nature. Anything along those lines or like some kind of sporty activity where we can kind of interact with each other or something like that. Oh, I like that. Okay, contestant number two, tell us your ideal first date. So my ideal first date would be something cheap. <laughs> something cheap? Something where I don't got to spend money, you know what I'm saying? Would you potentially go on a date to McDonald's? Yeah, but she ain't going to get nothing else, like nothing on the uh, the big menu. What do you mean? She's going to only value menu for these, these women that you're going to date? Yeah, I, look, I got to see if they finna be loyal, you know what I'm saying? That like, is I can't true. be going and spending that all is my true. money. Well, on I your think... first date, are you going to get a value menu or are you, you going to order off the value menu? Or would you get 
an actual combination meal. We can get the Cardi B and Offset meal. Wow, the Cardi B and Offset meal. What do you say about that? That's too much for the first time. <laughs> That's too much. Time. It's like 11.49. You get two drinks, a soda, exactly. nuggets, and a burger. I got kids. To you feed. got 13 you kids. You can't afford. And she gonna pay for them kids? Yeah, she might. Oh, yeah, we didn't ask her. So, what do you think about that? We actually like to end the gender wage gap, and we feel like you know there's not enough women lifting up strong men. So. In this relationship, what would you do to lift up the man, Kira? What to make them interested? Now we know they can see you. They know you're beautiful. But tell us a little bit about the inside beauty. Well, I can cook for his kids. I mean, I don't really eat a lot of fast food, so I don't mind cooking. All right. Wow. What do you think <laughs> about that, contestant number one? She's willing to cook. I mean, that's about as good as it gets when a woman you come home to that's a hot cooked meal. A, I mean, she's pretty flexible, so I think, I think it could work, you know? Wow. We have a couple minutes left. We're going to ask them their opinions politically. And just kind of see where they stand. Contestant number one, what do you think about Donald J. Trump? I think he was necessary because I think he was someone who helped people kind of really look within themselves to see what they really value. Wow, that's an unexpected answer. Okay, and then uh, Brian, what do you think about Donald J. Trump? I'm gonna be real with you, bro. Okay, well, so I was looking up to the fact that he was with uh, what? What's her? What's what's that uh, porn star's name? Stormy Daniels. Yeah, I was looking up to the fact that he had did that. Oh, you like porn stars? I mean, ah, oh, it was just like cool, you know what I'm saying? That was kind of cool, honestly. That was kind of like, cool. It humanized him. Yeah, he was trying to expose the fact that adultery is bad. Yeah, That's, by doing cause, it. Yeah, because he, he didn't really want to do it. That was the thing. He had just did that oh, to, wow. to show us that adultery is bad. The moment of truth is now. Kira, who would you like to go on a date with? Contestant number one or contestant number two? Contestant number two is... The one with 13 kids. Oh, okay. Uh, you know what? Let's try contestant number two. What? Contestant number two! No! This is insane. Look at this, a handsome man. And you wow. went... You went... You went... With Brian. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Here, Brian, sit down. Let's sit down. So, so, real quick, give him a hug. Stand up and hug. Come on, embrace. One embrace. Well, One embrace. No, I don't do hugs. Uh, oh, you don't do, do hugs. hugs. STDs. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Well, well, sit down. Wow. Okay, so you guys are going to be able to go on a lovely STDs, date. STDs, but you have 13 kids. So what do you feel? Do we feel like we made the right decision after meeting and nah, seeing? I got STDs, um, I was saying. Oh, you do? Nah, yeah. I had B AIDS. He has though. the one that can heal, though, right? B AIDS. You're like Magic Johnson. So, so yeah, people was telling me like to wear a mask and stuff during COVID, but I was like, bro, I beat AIDS. I ain't tripping about this. Yeah, he beat AIDS. Oh. So that's kind of good. Think about it. You're going to get a lot more uh, users and mm -hmm. followers on your social media if they know you're yeah. dating an AIDS patient. They I, love that. That's Are you sad that you lost? No, it's never. I'm, you never lose. It's not a loss. That's what I'm saying. It's not a loss. This is just, this is just a little life lesson. Do you feel like you made the right decision? Well, just hearing that he beat AIDS, that I didn't even know you could beat AIDS. Well, Magic Johnson did it. Oh, no, I don't. I feel like it could be for somebody, maybe one of So now you don't want to go on a date with him? Wait, she just met him? No! Well, I mean, you know, just the, pers the type of person that he is, he kind of is like... Uh, Uppity. Really what? Are you kidding? This guy has 13 kids. There's nothing uppity about that. Well, he thinks he is. Oh, my gosh. Well, folks, this is the first rendition <laughs> of Primetime 99 Dating Game. Give it up to all the lovely contestants that were here today. We couldn't have done it without them. And thank you to our lovely sponsors, Chili's and Olive Garden. We love you for those unlimited breadsticks. Have a good evening, folks.
Well, that was the first edition of the Prime Time Dating Game, and we had an unlucky winner. He won, but the Bachelorette decided not to go on a date. What in the ghetto trash name was that? What What do you mean? How was that ghetto at all? That was nice people. There was ghetto a nice, trash. Okay. Well, there was three African Americans that wanted a date. There's nothing ghetto about that. There were just three young people trying to find love. Don't lie. What, how am I lying? They were looking for love. I mean, I believe Kira was. You're a liar. Okay, well, I don't think I am. I'm a pimp on a blimp eating shrimp. I know that. But we have an incredible guest. The one, the only, queen of all internet debating, Stardust. Welcome to Primetime with Alex Stein. And you're making that classic, I'm a little nervous face that you made so well. Do we Hi. have a sock? Do we have a graphic with that? This is the most, uh, Stardust, I want to show you the most legendary photo that we've ever had together. This photo broke the internet. Do you remember this it experience? It did break the internet. Yes, I remember this experience. It was great. And was what was great... your mother saying about this experience? I remember something. She uncouth. was afraid that uh, she was afraid that you were next to me and that you were drunk. She said, "Get away from the drunk man." But um, you told I her I was just on that... fentanyl, right? No alcohol, yeah, just yeah. fentanyl. I, I told her just just fentanyl. Yeah. Okay. Good. 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 Well, I start... like your shrimp, by the way. Well, thank you. It was only like thirty eight hundred bucks. Yeah. You know, when you're a pimp on a blimp, you got to have a shrimp neck pillow pillow in case yeah, I need you to got take that it. drip. Yeah. I got, I'm dripping like a freaking uh, a roasted turkey. You know what I'm talking about? You can make gravy with all this drip. So Stardust, I wanted to have you on the show because, listen, uh, this is a conservative network. You know, a lot of times there's constantly conservative people on the show, and it sounds like a vacuum. And that's why I like you because you have more of a liberal populist mindset. So I really appreciate you being on the show. But I have to be honest, a person that I have on the show right now is a guy named Chester Mitchell. Are you familiar with Chester Mitchell at all, Stardust? I'm not, I'm not familiar, no. Nice to meet you, Chester. How you doing? Now, Chester is one of Donald Trump's biggest supporters. As a matter of fact, he was actually vaccinated how many times? So when Trump was president, I had got two doses of the Trump vaccine. Yeah. Okay, great. Great. Anything else? Well, you asked me how many times. How many oh, times? only twice. You That's stopped taking it, though? Well, yeah, when Biden came into office, I refused to get that. So that's my first question. Is the vaccine better under Biden or Trump, Stardust? Well, the vaccine is the vaccine. So um, I'm well, happy to Well, let me stop you right vaccinated. there. First of all, the vaccine is not the vaccine because if you're going to take it under Donald Trump, that is a Trump vaccine. And we're taking it under Joe, Joe, sorry, Sleepy Joe Biden. That's not the same thing. Yeah, Stardust. Because he, Trump came out with a vaccine. Chester, Biden tried to copy him. Chester thinks that Joe Biden is being played by Jim Carrey. What do you say about that, Stardust? It's an interesting theory. Um, it wouldn't be the first time I've heard it, surprisingly. Um, but, uh, you know, the, the, a lot of people thought that Donald Trump was being uh, played by um, Tom Hanks. So, uh, you know, I don't. If you had to cast Joe Biden, which famous actor would you cast in the role of President <clears throat> Joe? You know, I, I I don't know a whole lot of actors' names, I'm going to be honest with you, but um, I, I think that my favorite actor is Danny DeVito all the time. Um, so I think I would, I would just, I would cast Danny DeVito. Or Danny DeVito as, as Sleepy yeah. Joe. No, I kind of like that. And then, listen, Stardust, uh, I'm a huge fan of yours. You get a lot of hate on the internet. I'm, I, I deal with it. I know you deal with a lot of internet drama. You're covering my drama with Ethan Ralph. You've covered a lot of my internet drama. So I guess what I'm saying is, is, it all, is this all just a waste of time, all these debates? We're always debating and fighting. Do we ever actually get anything accomplished with all this arguing? I think we do. I think we get uh, we get some really meaningful friendships, like the one that you and I have. Yes, um, very true. I think that we 
Yeah, I think that we, you know, we make connections, we learn about each other's views. And even if we disagree, it's a, a meaningful experience. Yeah. And so, uh, Chester, I don't know if you know this, but you and Stardust, you know, you might not agree on a lot of stuff. So, first of all, you're talking about you make friends with people that you don't have the same views as. Yes, I refuse I'm to have with a her. friendship with somebody with different views, especially li a liberal. And somebody like Ethan Rao is satanic, globalist scum. And I will look oh. at him in his eyes. Ethan Rao? Tell him that. Or Ethan Klein. Ethan Klein, sorry. <laughs> yeah, Ethan Rao's kind of scummy. I thought you were talking about I Ethan Klein. I don't mind Klein. Ethan Rao, really. Fat slob. <laughs> yes, yes. What do you think about Ethan Klein? Uh, you know, um, I used to think his content was funny, but recently he's just been falling off the wagon, really. I don't know what's going on with him. I know, but his yeah. wife, that, that's so funny. His wife is looking weirder and weirder, too. Not even her. I'm not, like, talking about like, the way she looks, just what she's wearing. <laughs> she's wearing this weird stuff. She's wearing her hair short. It's yeah. like they try to be edgy, but it's this, like, weird, liberal, New World Order edgy that's just... I don't know, I, because I guess my point is his own audience that he cultivated by being funny and being edgy. Now he's not allowed to be that. So that's what it's, it's yeah. this very weird thing where you could. Yeah. You got famous for it's doing this stuff strange. you can't do anymore now that you're famous. Yeah, I, I just saw I don't know if you saw the recent interview with even iDubs where he's talking about um, how he used to have um, audience members who he would run into in person and they would they would say like really inappropriate things to him in person. He really didn't like the audience he cultivated. Um, and I found that really sad because um, I'm somebody who used to co um, consume his content. I his early content where, you know, he would. Um, liberal scum. That's what Idubs is. What? Liberal, satanic scum. No, no, no. But I want to make this point because I saw that same clip start us too. When he said that he didn't like his own audience, it made me sick. Like, even if I, a fan of mine, not that I have so much audience, they could be the most repugnant person in the world. If they like me, I, I like them. Well, like, first literally. of all, what do you expect from another man who promotes his, his wife, what is his wife's OnlyFans? Yes, What I do you dubs. expect from a beta cuckold like that? What do you think about that, that he lets his wife have an OnlyFans? Because Destiny won't talk to me now anymore because I tease him that his wife has an OnlyFans. Why are these guys so sensitive? They're all chill about their wife having an OnlyFans. Because look who they vote for. But I'm That's saying, why. That's I'm who saying, they vote for. That explains everything. Yes, That's where their loyalty is. Chester. To Satan. <laughs> yes, it is to Satan. But what I'm saying is... Well, this is my question to start us. These guys, they act like they're so chill. Oh, my my wife can be on OnlyFans, even in the comments. And I'm not going to sit here and talk about Destiny the whole time. I'd love to talk to him, debate him again. My point is... Because they want their wife, they want people to have eye sex with, her, with their wives. Yes, they do want people to eye sex because they're a cuckold. They mm -hmm. like that other guys are like cranking it to their wife. There's something weird about that. But my point is this, Stardust. These guys that act like they're so cool about their wife being on OnlyFans, as soon as I bring it up, I say, oh, your wife's a slut for being on OnlyFans. They get pissed. So why are there so many guys, content creators, that have their they're pipping out their wives on the internet like that? Because well, the rats uh, you do. Know it could be that it could be that the, the rent is due. And as um, as the late and great once said, the rent is too damn high. But um, I, I do think that um, it might be because you're calling them sluts. It might be because you're saying your wife is a slut. But is that yeah. not slut? Would that not be considered kind of slutty? Maybe it's because just like Jack Nicholson told Tom Cruise, you can't handle the truth. Okay, I can handle the truth. She's I, not a slut. But, she is a whore. But she's a stardust. Is it she's a okay. filthy, disgusting okay, okay. whore. Okay. And you're a beta right. cuckold. You want to sit there and you want to let you your wife do that? Beta? Good. Go to hell. Okay. You filthy, beta, cuckold, liberal, satanic scum. All right, all right. And you voted for Wait, Biden. is he calling me satanic? No, 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 not you. I'm so sad now. No, not you, stardust. No, he's not. that was not aimed at you. Please clarify okay. that that wasn't Ooh. 
That wasn't aimed at you. That was aimed at the people that actually let their wife, because don't you say objectively a woman that sells pictures of her vagina would be considered quote unquote Bloody. I mean, is that is that really? Am I taking that much creative yeah, I see, expression? I, I try term? to stay away from. So, me being the liberal that I am, I try to stay away from words like "slut," right? Though I will use it occasionally. But um, I, I, I would consider it's some sort of sex work, right? It falls under some sort of sex work. Yes. Um, Show so, your butthole uh, sex work for sure. Sure, sure. Um, but, you know, I, I don't think, you know, it's consensual with their husbands involved. And so their husbands probably don't feel like it's slutty for whatever reason. Um, it's not for me. You know, it's it's obviously it's not my lifestyle. It's not for me. But, um, you know, See, that's what I hate hearing. Will, yeah. it's not for me. No, it's not for nobody. <laughs> what do you think about that's the why this world's going to hell? Chester, what do you think about the transitioning of children under the age of 13 years old? Transition under 13 years old. Yes. You know what? I think they shouldn't be doing it at all. What? Stardust, what do you think about children under the age of 13 getting gender reassignment surgery or hormone therapy? Um, so I think that they can, that, you know, if children want to socially explore, they can socially explore. I think um, surgery is something that only 18 and up. Only Thank you. Up. See, that's yeah. Stardust. That's why I love Stardust because even though I can, I, I, listen, I don't think that like we should socially transition kids because there's a lot of teachers that do it behind their parents' back, like where they're letting them change. But I actually vibe with that answer more. That's like, listen, if your kid does want to be trans, let's wait till they're of age to do the actual hormone therapy. That's so therapy. much better, right? That's so, that, you know what, that's, that's definitely better for society. Yes. You know, I, I really do. I, I, I support LGBTQ as well. Yeah. Let God burn them quickly. What? That's not what it stands for. Uh -huh. No, that's not good, Chester. We're on YouTube. No, that's no, great. No, that's not good. Chester, listen, your white supremacy is showing, and I don't want that because Stardust is a nice woman. She might not ideologically align with you, nor I 100%, but she still deserves your well, nice respect. Well, if you respect. didn't vote for Donald Trump, you're not a very nice person. But Stardust, you did vote. You voted for Donald Trump, correct? I did not vote for Donald Trump. Why are you serious, Chester? She didn't vote. Wait, I thought you secretly voted for Trump. No. I are you stupid? I'm not Joe. stupid. I thought she told me she voted for Trump. I wouldn't have had you on the show. So the first You're thing not you allowed did, on the show. The first thing you did, shut up. The first thing you did wrong was trust a liberal. What? Yeah, I trust her with my heart because I love you, Stardust. I want you to be my wife. What do you think about that, potentially? Oh, Alex, uh... Oof. I don't think my mom would like that too much. She, she, Your mom uh, doesn't have just... to know necessarily until it's a little too late. And be honest, because listen, you, you debate a lot of these guys. Nick Fuentes, these guys, they go on their Telegram, and I'm telling you, they talk good about you. They want to be, oh, start a sister and start a side. Objectively, they actually have nice things to say about you secretly. I'm just saying, so secretly, everybody kind of has a crush on you. How do you do that? How do you make men secretly like you, like me? Because I actually, honestly, I think you're beautiful inside and out. Because you have an aura about yourself, so how do you emit that aura, and why, Chester, are you so attracted to Stardust? Wait, me? Yeah, I'm. Did you say I'm attracted? I'm attracted. You said earlier they said she's pretty. You're speaking for yourself. I think Stardust is very pretty. That's disgusting. Okay, and that's not true. Stardust is beautiful. Wow. Chester, yeah, don't call her disgusting. Chester is on a lot of. Uh, I don't know what he's it's on. Okay. Have you been drinking beer? What have you been doing? So, I'm just telling you the facts. What are the facts? That they, they don't care about your feelings. Is that true? Do facts not care about your feelings, Stardust? They don't care about your feelings. So yeah. that's the first thing you guys agreed on tonight. Yeah. It's true. Oh. Facts don't care about your feelings. 
See, that's what I love. And that's why I always say this, this is And the a, fact is that she's a liberal and she didn't vote for Donald Trump. So you're going to sit up here and say these nice things. You don't speak kindly that's true. about I, evil people. I can't. Technically, you do worship at the altar of Satan if you vote for Joe Biden. So Absolutely. Uh, so tell me this, though, Stardust, before you go and burn in hell for eternity for voting for uh, Joe Biden, <clears throat> do you think Michelle Obama is a boy? A boy? Was born a boy at one point, yes. Oh, no, I think, uh, I think Michelle Obama was born a girl. Well, then why aren't there pictures of her pregnant then, Stardust? Because it's a man! Uh, I'm sure there are, there have to be nope. pictures out there, nope, right? No, there's not. You can't find it. Go look. You don't believe me. And then did you ever see the clip of Joan <laughs> Rivers saying that, that... And then she, she ended up dead. And then she ended up killer. Did you ever see that, The Stardust? elites. Global elites. Ooh. Um, I have not seen Epstein's that, but I, I do have to say, I do have to say, Hillary Clinton, um, if she is, if she is executing people the way she is, I think she's a boss, honestly. I've never Why? seen Why? You think so Hillary Clinton's a boss? Tell Stardust what you think about Hillary Clinton, Chester. It's disgusting. Are you going to burn for that? Well, uh, who else is as effective as her at, at taking people out? That is Nobody. true. She's, she, she's, she's a boss. Muammar Gaddafi, she went So, you know what? She, I'll, she, I'll, I'll say that. She brought back slavery well, in Libya. So much, so Some people much power. Said that. That's why Bill doesn't divorce her. Because he's under her power. Because Bill Clinton knows that if he went and divorced Hillary, he's going to end up suicided with two gunshot wounds in the back of his head. That's true. Do you think I hope I have that power one day. I hope I have that and power. And Stardust, you're on your way. You do have that kind of power. By the way, did I mention how Barack Obama's a, a, a homo? That's not true. And he made out with one guy in college. He's married to a man. Yeah, he's married to a man now, but that doesn't necessarily make him gay because she's a trans man. Uh, this is actually, according to, uh, according to mainstream science, you are not a homosexual if you sleep with a transgender woman. What do you think about that? Is that true in your opinion, Stardust? If I was to sleep with a trans woman, that I'm not a homosexual, even if she I has male a, genitalia? I think it's a different sexuality, probably. If you do anything with a penis, you're a homo. What do you mean? I have a penis. How, if you does do that anything with somebody else's penis that is not yours, you are a homosexual. Well, hey, I have a question for you, actually. I have a very important question. Um, uh, I think, you know, I have a theory. Um, everybody, uh, every man has taken a poop that's bigger than his wee-wee, right? So <laughs> you know what it's like to have a wee-wee in your butt. So is pooping gay? In a way, pooping is gay. Pooping honestly. is coming from your own body. It is an exit. It's you're getting your fluids it's out. So, it's it's there, not an entrance. One, if you have some you, entering your butthole, then you are a homo. Well, but see, this is her. She Big has difference. a point, though, because You've when had I'm this is Donald Trump. Just in reverse. You've had butt sex already in reverse. Exactly. You've had it one way. And you know, Stardust, you're actually making a lot of sense because I'm going to be honest. I don't even like to wipe. Liberal anymore. logic. No, Libtard logic. No, because I'm so. I don't want to become a homosexual. I don't even wipe. I just shower because I don't well, even. Well, you want already to. said Blair White's hot. Blair White is. So you kind of are. Okay, well, that's fine. I'm gay for pay. But this is the Prime Time with Alex Stein show where everybody can be gay, everybody can be straight, everybody can be trans. You can be a unicorn. You can be have a fur sona. Do you want to be a cat? Do you want to be a dog? We welcome all walks of life. So Stardust, we got to wrap things up. Is there going to be a drag show on here next? Is there that is, is going to be all a child drag. Yes, wow. What do you think about child drag shows, Stardust? You know, I think about them the same way that I think about strip shows for children, right? Um, if somebody is dressed like they would be at a strip show and they're showing off for children, I don't think that's appropriate. Um, however, if you see a woman dressed in a Disney princess outfit, I don't have as much of a problem with that.
Well, I don't want any kids sexualized ever. Because you know what? Honestly, I was kind of sexualized. I, I was looking up uh, a lot of stuff. I, I went to Las Vegas as a young kid, and I remember uh, sneaking home some nude. Uh, they used to hand out like nude pamphlets, and I remember I got in trouble mm. for that because my parents said no sexualization. Now these parents, they just give their kid an iPod. So now just... it's no sexualization until you're eight years old. Well, that's way better. That's, I that agree. Is that better, is so much better. That's better. I'm just saying it's impossible to not be sexualized as children. So, so at least DeSantis, the good thing about him is he makes them wait till they're eight. Yeah. Okay. What about you? These start, liberals under eight. Start us. Since you're a liberal, Trump or DeSantis? Ooh, that's a hard one. Um, I don't know. I if you had know. to, though, you had to. I'm saying those are your only your two options. I mean, you can your, change your mind. Test your loyalty right yeah, now. Yeah, we'll give you the chance to change your mind and further debates, this and that. Somebody's going to clip it. <clears throat> oh, Stardust likes Trump. No, I'm just saying if you had to go objectively, Trump or DeSantis, who would you vote for? Well, Trump pulls out the funniest insults. He called him Meatball Ron. Um, I, I, has Ron said anything in response to being called Meatball Ron? No, I don't think he has. He's not done any He's personal weak. attacks. He's weak. That I is kind of weak. To, he needs a comeback. Yeah, he needs to call Trump And he's something. just riding the whole MAGA wave that Trump created, right? Trump created this great thing. Isn't Trump the inventor of all things? Is he not the inventor of all great things? I, and then these other, these other tards, what they do is they just hop on the Trump bandwagon. Ooh, I'm going to ride this till the end. You know what? Sit down and shut up and let Donald Trump, the greatest man ever walked the face of this earth, take charge. I kind of... Trump is America. Do you understand that? Oh, I understand it now. So Stardust. And uh, you, by the way, you know what pissed me off real quick? So when this whole election thing was going on, yes. and they said Biden had more votes than Trump, they're going to check out this election fraud. It was the best election of all time. And you know what I did? What? So I was donating money to the Trump campaign to help fund lawyers and things like that. I ended up donating about half my salary, which is about $35,000, to the Trump campaign. That's nice. And then nothing came about. That's true. He really because didn't. you know what I but I sat back and I said, you know what, I'm gonna trust the plan. Yeah, that's what we have to do is trust the plan. All right, Stardust. Yeah. Before I let you go, tell the people where they can find you and how they can support you. Great. Uh, uh, YouTube.com/slash/StardustStreams, um, Twitter.com/slash/TweetsFromStar, or you can find all my links at links.fromstardust.net. Thank you so much, Stardust. You're the best. I'll see you in a debate soon. I'll come on your stream yeah. soon for sure. You're the best. You I'll have you on again to give your liberal, crazy, wacko ideas a shot. What's the next debate? What's the yeah. next debate? Next, going, yeah. What's the next debate going to be? Should men be allowed in the women's restroom? Yeah. What about that? Should a man be able to poop? Sure. Or a woman? We can debate that. Yeah, we can debate that. There you go. Chester versus Stardust. Can a man? Should babies be able to have a sex change? Yes, babies should. Actually, some babies are born intersex, and actually, sex change are actually. Some babies have what three, four penises. Well, they are born with genital mutilation or gen True. genital deformities, so that's why they actually have a lot of this gender reassignment or hormone therapy because they are giving it in a actual medical application for people that are born with their genitals mutilated. Kind of scary. Kind of sad. Parents oftentimes have to decide what sex they want their child to it's be. It's scary if you're a scared person. Well, I am scared. Some, some children are born with cloacas. Exactly. Listen, yeah. I was born with seven nipples, and I still have a bunch of them, and they're disgusting. My cats okay, are joke's over. About my nipples? Joke's over. Okay, all right. Chester, say goodbye to the fabulous Stardust. I refuse to talk to you, liberal scum. All right. No. Oh. He refuse to talk to you, liberal scum. Sorry, Stardust. I'll, I'll, I don't know what to say. I'm speechless for him. Thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure. All right, guys! You know Real quick. Yes. Can, before can we I go. say this? Yes. So, 
One thing I, I saw about Donald Trump that I respect is the fact that he said he's never asked God for forgiveness. You like that, right? I do, because that shows that he, he's never screwed up. And he said if he, if he, he can't think of a time that he has ever screwed up. And if he said he did ever screw up, which he wouldn't, he would just try to make things right. But he said a couple times that God had asked him for forgiveness. Wow, God asked Donald Trump for forgiveness. The things you learn here at Primetime with Alex. Well, folks, that has been our show. I want to thank Sheriff Joe. I want to thank, you know, freaking Chester, the non-molester. I also want to thank the liberal scum that came on our show, Stardust. Filthy, I love you, Stardust. disgusting, satanic, oh. global, elite, liberal scum. Okay, yes, she's all that. But, guys, before we go, you guys got to look at this. Oh, AOC, don't fall down. Primetime 99, we're running. We're running for school board place six. This is legit, dog. It's as official as a referee's whistle. If you want to get a sign, you're in the Dallas area, email me, pimponablimp99 at gmail.com, or hit me up on Twitter, Instagram. We'll be able to give you one of these signs you can put in your yard, and then I can come to your school and save the children from the constant sexualization. Go to steinfortexas.com for more information. And let's hit it, DJ! It's time for the freestyle finale! Don't you know I am from Texas? I drive me a big old Lexus. Nah, it's a Chevy Silverado truck. And I don't say fuck. I am little white trash. Glenn Beck pays me some cash to sit on this stream with y'all. Have a party and throw the ball. Drinking beer, have no fear. Hanging with my friend in a chair. Welcome to Prime Time with Alex Dad. I hope this blew your little mind. Love you guys. Make sure to go and support Chester. Make sure to go and support me. We couldn't have done it without y'all. Good evening, y'all. Let's make America again again. Again, again.